You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 92. If you are anything like me, then growing up, you loved stories. And even though I wasn't like a huge reader per se, I loved to write stories and make them up in my head. I'd even go make up stories when I was like out in public and I would see strangers walking by and I would come up with these like scenarios and identities and characteristics of all these random people just to pass the time. And even as an adult, I am truly obsessed with stories, although maybe with a slightly darker edge any true crime fans in the house because i am a big fan of listening to crime podcasts that explain what happened in story format versus just like listing out the facts and someone who i think does this incredibly well is mr ballin who i would love to have on the show one day and actually talk about just his journey to get to be where he is and um his whole thing behind storytelling because i think he just does it so so well So uh, if you guys could just like reach out to him and tell him to come on my show, that'd be great. Let's make that happen. Cool. Thanks. And I think that my love for stories and storytelling has a lot to do with why I love marketing so much because good marketing is just that it's telling a story and that's how you build a brand and how you get people to feel something those feelings are what drive people to take action and eventually buy from you so why tell you all of this well i believe that the power of storytelling in content marketing is super powerful and that if you do it correctly you will never feel like you are selling anything and i also believe that when done right you are going to take your business to places that you never thought it could go So for today's episode, we are going to just be scratching the surface on storytelling and content marketing. This is a topic that I could go on and on and on about, so I'm going to try to break it up and not make it like a three-hour-long episode. You're welcome. So storytellers, are you ready to learn how to be more effective, build trust, and grow your brand? Let's get on into it. Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod, and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Do you ever wish that you could just have your next month's worth of content planned out for you, or at least have some help making a plan that is actually strategy-based and not just throwing a noodle at the wall and hoping it sticks? I feel ya. One of the hardest things for so many business owners and brands is coming up with content ideas that get them noticed or generate new leads. Well, you're in luck, my friend, because I am here to help. I know what it feels like to be in that creative rut of not knowing what to post, running out of ideas constantly, and just trying to keep up with this crazy content based market. So with that, I created a brand new freebie that will help you not only create an actionable plan for the next month, but I'm also giving you 30 days worth of content ideas totally free. This guide walks you through the exact thought process that I use when planning out my own monthly content, including an example, as well as so many other kinds of tips and tricks to make your life a million times easier and to make your content more intentional. To get your hands on this totally free guide, head on over to Sarah Elrod dot com slash 30 days of content or you can click the link in the show notes 
So often as business owners, we think if you build it, they will come. But yeah, there's a good chance that you know that is not true by now. You cannot just start something one day and post about it, telling people to buy it, and then wait around for the money to just come flooding in. Unless you're like Kylie Jenner or something, then it probably will work. But you have to create feelings, emotions, strike some kind of chord in your audience in order for them to take action on something. A famous author and ex-advertising executive by the name of Simon Sinek once said, people do not buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And Simon is probably most famous for his concept of the golden circle. Ooh, I know it sounds so like mysterious, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, basically, this is a three-tier circle. So imagine like a circle inside of a circle inside of a circle type of thing. And in the very center, you have the why. And in the next layer out, you have the how. And in the outermost shell of the circle, you have the what. Now, most people tend to communicate in their business starting with what, and then they do eventually like make their way back around to the why and the how. But if you look at how major companies such as Google and Apple have branded themselves, then you may notice more of that inside out kind of approach, starting with the why and then working their way out into the what. So the why is why are you doing what you are doing? The how is how will this help your audience or potential customers? And the what is what are you offering? So marketing is really all about human behavior and psychology. And the why and the how communicate using feelings and emotions. And since storytelling is all about like making connections and and building brand and all of that, it makes sense why these two inner circles are the most impactful. The whole idea behind this golden circle concept is to help you navigate your mission statement, which in turn can navigate or set the tone for your entire brand and all of your content. So let's take a minute and go back to grade school when you had to write like papers and stuff. I know, I know, like salty memories, I'm sorry. But this is one of the few things that I learned in school that I feel like actually stuck with me and I use it in real life, unlike algebra or like geometry. Well, I don't know. I guess I kind of use geometry sometimes. I don't know. Algebra, never. Not once in my life have I used algebra. Don't even know. Um, (laughs) Maybe Tyler has. I feel like Tyler's used algebra. I feel like he told me that before. Now I need to ask him that again in his line of work, but gross. I mean, yeah, who wants to do that? Not me. Okay. Anyway, back on topic. So do you remember learning in school, like how to write a good essay? Like when the teacher would break it down into chunks or categories, or was that just my teacher? I don't know. But some essential elements of good storytelling include things like characters, conflict, and resolution. Those are kind of like the three main key things. And to make this easier to understand how this all is going to tie into marketing, we're going to break them down individually. So grab your cup of tea, coffee, some wine, whatever, girl, I don't judge. And uh, let's, let's break these down. So first up, we have characters. In content marketing, such as blog posts, podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever it may be, the characters are usually your audience, which is why it's so critical to listen to your audience, listen to your people, their wants, their desires, goals, needs. They need to be able to see themselves as characters in the story and in your content for it to make a lasting impact on them. I would recommend that if you don't know who your audience is or your target market, to take some time to create a profile for the types of people that you want to speak to and resonate with. 
be super specific with this. Is this person like a busy mom who never has time for herself? Or is it an entrepreneur who is struggling with managing their to-do list or something completely different? There's no right or wrong answers with this. It's just really helpful to have this information locked in. So write it down if you need to, because I know that tends to help me to have like a visual to like physically look at. Um, and then from here, we're going to talk about the three different points of views on how you are going to address these characters in your content. So the first one is first person point of view. So when speaking in first person, the character you are referring to is yourself. This is more of a like confessional way of speaking, and it tends to build authority within your industry or your niche. Use the first person point of view when there is a known author behind the content. So for example, my Instagram account is done in first person because it's about me. It's my profile. I'm the one talking. I'm going to be speaking as though it is me talking and not somebody else. The next one is second person point of view. And the second person point of view refers to your audience as the character. The second person point of view uses like you type of language and is directly speaking to someone specific. But in order to use this point of view well, you really need to understand your ideal client, aka your buyer persona. And this podcast, for example, uses the second person point of view a lot because I'm speaking directly to you, the listener. So this is an educational platform and the whole purpose of it is to serve Y-O-U. A good goal to have when using second person point of view is to tell the story in a way that shows empathy, touches on pain points, and your audience's goals. And then finally, we have the third person point of view, which is using a lot of he said, she said type of rhetoric. And you're likely not going to be using this super often or in day to day content, but it is really powerful for things like social proof to support your business. So things like client testimonials are great examples of third person point of view, especially when you're referring to them like see what other people are saying about me kind of thing. Calling all photographers, is your business protected legally? In other words, are you sure that the contracts you're using are foolproof just in case you ever run into a sticky situation with a client? Are you even using contracts? My dude, it is time to get one if you do not already have one. And even if you do have one, it might be time to make sure that it is solid as can be. I have teamed up with Rachel Brenke, photographer, attorney, and owner of The Law Talk to bring you guys professional, written, and attorney-approved contracts for whatever kind of photography you might be doing. Literally everything from portraits to weddings, real estate, and more. These contracts are tried and true, and you can walk away knowing that you invested in keeping your business safe. No more using those janky free online contracts. It's time to invest in yourself and your business. Head on over to sarahelrod.com slash contracts to check out all the contracts. That's sarahelrod.com slash contracts and get your business protected today. You won't regret it. Moving on to the next storytelling essential, conflict. This is the lesson in how the character of the story transforms through some kind of challenge. If your story does not have a conflict in it, you probably are not telling a story. Rather, it's more of a pitch or a punchline of sorts. In content marketing and storytelling, the power is in what you are teaching and the conflict drives the story and keeps things interesting. However, I will say, do not feel like you need to overdo this. Conflict does not have to be anything wild and over the top and crazy. 
It just has to fit the audience's problems, their needs, and their buyer journey stage, like where they are in the process of choosing to buy from you or not. Resolution is the final essential storytelling element and probably the most simple one at that. Your resolution is just needed to wrap up the story and or have some kind of call to action included. The thing that you do not want to do is leave people hanging onto a cliff. No cliffhangers in your content marketing, okay? Leave that to the fictional uh, book writer, author people. Give your audience closure of some kind. Okay, and then let's dive into some other storytelling tips. So creating emotions, let's talk about that for a second. When telling stories in your content, create emotional appeal. Emotion gives your story power and legs to stand on, and it also lets the audience know why they should care. Be consistent and authentic. You want to tell the truth in a way that makes it sound cooler than it actually is, but without lying, of course. There's an advertiser by the name of David Ogilvy. Ogilvy? Ogilvy. Oh man, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but yes, David, my guy, uh, says, tell the truth, but make it fascinating and I just love that I love the idea of like romanticizing things I think that's just a beautiful concept um and it's true because especially I feel like so many of us we tend to just think that our reality is boring or we have no exciting stories to share and the same is true in our business we feel like nothing is that exciting or like life-changing per se when in reality you probably just haven't figured out how to write it well enough to make it sound better than it really is have you ever like read somebody's post and it just like captivated you and you were like wow their life just looks so amazing or this just sounds so incredible like the truth of the matter is it probably wasn't as great as they're making it sound like it is they're just good at creating some sort of visual for you and striking that feeling inside of you and that's what I want you to be able to learn how to do and you to master eventually because that is what is going to get if you can strike that same emotion that you feel when you read that in other people's posts like if you can make your audience feel that way then oh, yes you've hit the gold mine like that is perfect so when you master how to write this way, you can actually also get away with charging more for your products or services. So like, for example, you could say, let's say you're like a fitness guru, a fitness coach or something like that. You could say, I charge $1,000 for a fitness consultation fee. Okay, like, sure, that's pretty straightforward and to the point, okay. Or you could say something like, I charge $5,000 for professional advice to help you avoid major health problems in the future. Can you hear the difference between the two? One is showing information, creating kind of a blah response and asking people to buy something. Whereas the other one is making people understand the why, triggering curiosity and inspiring them to take an action. This is the difference of just plain old boring marketing and storytelling it is going to help you move mountains my friends like you could say i'm a wedding photographer or you could say i am a dream catcher i i don't know that's kind of lame i just pulled that one right out of my butt um but i mean i feel like a lot of photographers refer to themselves as storytellers though like wedding days storytelling like you're sharing people's life stories you're documenting them and capturing them and people word things so beautifully when they um, can talk about things like that versus just I take your pictures and this is what I charge to do it so 
just keep that in mind. Um, The words that you say have power and they have impact. The good news is you do not have to have a drawn out story, something that's like super long and goes on and on and on. In fact, the shorter and more to the point your story is, actually the better. So keep in the most important parts and get rid of all that fluff. Also, as a reminder, you do not need to be speaking to everyone when you tell a story. Focus on the person who you really want to resonate the content with and talk directly to them. Even if you serve multiple different audiences in your business, focus on one group at a time for the best results. Man, are you guys feeling on fire now or what? At least I sure hope you are because this topic I am so passionate about and I know it will help elevate your content and marketing strategy so much. And it's actually kind of funny because when I was writing out the notes for like all the things that I wanted to say in this episode, I was thinking this episode was going to be like 45 minutes long because I felt like I just kept going and going and going. And turns out we're only on like 16 minutes right now. So (laughs) we're doing pretty good. Just getting right to the point. I know you guys like that. You don't want something drawn out. You just want quick and straight to the point um so here we are we're doing the dang thing um if you guys did like this episode please go leave a five-star review over on apple Podcasts because y'all already know that it actually does help out the show so so much i cannot believe we are over twenty-five thousand downloads that kind of just blows my mind and lights this huge fire under my butt to keep pushing this thing forward and i could not do it without you so thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my freaking heart i truly appreciate you so much for being here Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast. And for all the links and the resources from this episode, you can check them out in the show notes. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and I will chat with y'all soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.